Well, hey, buddy. How doers get it done. <laughs> Home Depot. I don't hear it. I do. I, I hear it. I'll play them side by side someday. Someday. They're not exactly the same, but it's it's close enough where you're like, oh, that kind of sounds like that other thing. You know, that other thing. Oh. Yeah. So how are you? I'm good, buddy. Good. We should explain that we have not recorded because I was a broken man with a broken back. I had to get a backyotomy. Got his back replaced. Doctor says I need a backyotomy. You know what movie that's from? Cyborg now. I am a cyborg now. I herniated my L5 and possibly my L4. I didn't understand what he was saying, but I definitely did my L5. Because um, he said them both. And I was like, well, is it both? Or are you just saying that I have both? Like, I'm confused. But whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't know which one. Yeah. It's one of the two. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I herniated either one or two of my discs which then pinched my sciatic nerve. Uh, and I learned uh, that the sciatic nerve is both the longest and the widest nerve in the human body. It goes from your hip all the You have two, uh, one on either side. And uh, my left one goes from my hip all the way down to my foot. And so I had severe pain in my whole leg. Oh, my goodness. Couldn't go to work, couldn't walk. It was pretty bad. How are you feeling now? Um, much better. Um, the hip doesn't hurt anymore, like the lower back. Um, but I still have like discomfort in my leg mm-hmm. uh, if I stand or walk too much. Uh, it's like shin splints. Like I haven't had shin splints since I ran track in high school. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it feels like someone's squeezing my calf really hard. Like the muscles contracted. It's going to pop out of your leg. Yeah. And like my thigh and my knee. But now it's more of just like discomfort and not as much pain. So like, That's hey man, yeah. I'll take discomfort all, all day. That's what I, it's like miles and miles better. Like people at work will be like, oh, you're limping. Does your back still hurt? And I'm like, oh, it's actually just my leg now. And it's, it's much better. <laughs> don't don't worry about it. Better. I'm better. <laughs> um, I got to tell you while I was like, because I mean like, Anyone who's hurt their back will tell you, you have to find like the spots that can give you the least discomfort. Like there's no, you can't sit, you can't stand, you can't lay down. It all hurts. But like you you will find a spot that hurts less than other spots. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yep. And so like, I would just try to stay in like that one spot and I ended up watching like all these dumb action movies that were just like, like the Italian job. Like that's not a good movie. It's a dumb movie. I watched so many like that. I was just like, yeah. And it was my own doing. I could have put anything on, but I chose to watch those films, those motion pictures. I don't know. Those talking pictures? <laughs> those talkies. Oh. Yeah. What about you? What have you been up to? I'm working, recuperating from being back in Boston. Recuperating from that? Well, it was weird. We were supposed to, like we said, I was supposed to fly back on Friday. Didn't yeah. come back till Sunday. Right, because of the snow. Then I had to work a week, but then I had a three-day weekend. Okay. And then I had a short week. Yeah. And so this is like the first full week back. The first full week back always sucks. Yeah. Because you're just like not into it. Especially when you have to travel. Yeah, traveling sucks. Yeah, I got to drive two hours tomorrow. For Memphis? Two hours, no, to Starkville. Starkville? Or as they call it, Stark Vegas. <laughs> they do not call it Stark Vegas. They absolutely do. Do they? Like Manch Vegas? In fact, on the basketball court, their stadium, where their basketball team plays. They have a basketball team? Stark like their Vegas. high school team? No. Oh, I never said that. Yeah. It's a, a Mississippi State University. Oh, okay. I don't, yeah. I don't know anything about Mississippi, my friend. Yeah, well, anyway... <laughs> it says Stark Vegas on their basketball court. Got it. Fancy. Mm-hmm. So you're going to Vegas. That's what you told Hannah? Yes. <laughs> Gotta go to Vegas for work. You did go to Vegas for work, though. I did go to Vegas for work. You'll have to let me know which one's better. Stark Vegas or Las Vegas? Um, I've been to both. Las is better. Las Vegas. How long do you have to stay in um, 
the other All Vegas day. one? Oh, just the day? You're not staying overnight? No. Fuck no. Well, I mean, it's a two-hour drive. It's like if you, you know, get out at eight, it's like get a hotel room, you know? I could have, but I don't like staying out. I hear you. I'd rather sleep in my own bed. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I understand that, too. But then again, well, on the other hand... This week. What? I'm working from home this week. Yeah. You work from so home a lot. Yeah. Because I'm baller. Baller. Cool. Shot collar. Mm-hmm. 20-inch blades. In the Impala? Yeah, I was waiting for it. Call her, get late tonight. Something, something. <laughs> Wanna be a baller, shot caller, 20-inch blades on the Impala. Call her, get laid tonight. Something. I don't know the rest. Yeah, derp derp Hey, speaking of um, rap songs, Pat. Speaking of derp. This is a good segue. I have made a musical discovery, Patrick. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, a very popular song from 2020, or 2007, uh, by the man Flo Rida. Are you familiar with Flo his work? Rida. Yeah. From Florida. So he chose the name Flo Rida. Do you know how long it took me to realize that? <laughs> really? I picked up that like oh, right yeah. away. Nope. Okay. Yeah, his, he's from Florida, so his name is Flo Rida. F-L-O space R-I-D-A. Anyway, Patrick. Um, the dude is a blatant thief. Oh, I know. One of his most famous songs, which he didn't even write. Okay, it was written by uh, Tramar Dillard and Fahim Najam, N-A-J-M, Najim. In fairness, no one writes their own songs anymore. Right, I'm not talking about like, oh yeah, sure, they have ghostwriters and whatever. Right. And and I know that there's like this whole issue with uh, sampling, is that the word? Yeah. You know, this isn't that, this is like the lyrics are word for word for word. Um... I can't believe it, dude. Nobody knew that this song was originally wrote in 1964 by a band that both you and I love. And I heard, I heard uh, inklings about this, right, on the interwebs. Because you know me. I'm an investigative journalist. I like to dig up the truth. I will not stand for injustice. I am vengeance. I am justice. Okay? I am Batman. I am Batman. So I found... I, I had to, like, trade, beg, steal, borrow to get this recording, Patrick, okay? Oh, boy. The original discarded 1964 recording of this song by the Beach Boys. Do you want me to play it for you? I want to hear it. Here we go. by the look on your face, Patrick, that you're not feeling it. No, here's the thing. It is word for word. Wasn't yeah. that T-Pain, though? No, it's Flo Rida. T-Pain um, is on it, but it's it's from Flo Rida's okay. 2007. Damn. Yeah. It's kind of cringy because that's from the 1960s. Yeah. <laughs> no, somebody made that like this year, Pat. That's like a month old. That's not from the 60s. That's not the Beach Boys. That's just somebody oh else, dude. <laughs> I don't think they had Reeboks in apple bottom jeans in the boots. I was going to say, I'm sitting here like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, I heard that. I was like, oh my God. 
Cause you know me, I love, I love covers of songs and like different yeah. genres. You know what I mean? Like bluegrass covers or whatever. I found that and I was just like, Oh my God, that's hilarious. When they started talking about the club, I was like, I was like, <laughs> Did they have that kind of club back then? Which is why the song didn't work in 1964, Patrick. That's why they scrapped it. Yeah. Cause people were like, we don't know what you're talking about. That's a deep fake right there. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I was playing, uh, they call them like punk rock covers, but they're not really punk rock uh, covers of like, I played them for you, like the Gummy Bears, Darkwing Duck, you know what I mean? And I was playing them for Michaela and like she wasn't into it and she was like, why would you listen to this? And I was like, because other covers of other songs are awesome. Especially when they're different genres. (coughs) That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, I can, I've heard... Enough people cover ACDC songs and CD bars that are okay. Right. But then when you have some like, you know, this guy on a cello playing it. Exactly. Like so or Thunderstruck better. on like um, yeah. bagpipes. Two like cellos. I, yeah, two cellos. Yeah. That's that's true. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that stuff, man. I was telling Michaela that back when I had like LimeWire, I would just put in like a song title and then like all these different artists would come up. I would just download them all and get like nine different versions of the same song. You know what I mean? You know you're going to jail now, right? Um, Statue of Limitations is 16 years and it has been, I don't know, more than that. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, definitely. I don't Kids, know. if you don't know what LimeWire is, ask your mom. <laughs> yeah, ask your parents. They know what LimeWire is. Uh, if you're if you're too young to know what LimeWire is, don't listen to this podcast. Yeah, because there's naughty words in this podcast. Not appropriate. N S F W. Not safe for work. Work. I was trying to think of another W word that could stand for children. The Tom. What? Tom makes us an S F. Oh, his internet's going out. He warned me. You uh, there? I'm here. Okay. You didn't change at all. Oh, yours did. You dropped out. Oh. Like mid-sense. I said it's your fault. Oh, okay. That's. I'm glad you dropped out then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad nobody heard you say that. It's the deep state. Oh. It's the record companies, man. They heard me playing that deep cut, and they were like, oh, it's not supposed to be released. Oh. No. Um, by the way, I did look up who wrote that just for the joke, for the bit that I was playing. Uh, Flo Rida did write that in 2007, and he didn't write it. In fact, it was he just performed it. It was Tramar Dillard and Fahim Najum. Najum! Who wrote it? It's a banger. Yeah, the Beach Boys did not write that. It's amazing. Amazing. Yeah, I liked it. They did a good job with that, whoever made that. Yeah, deep fakes. Yeah. Well, that's not what a deep fake is. Deep fake is when they put yeah, the face on it, right? Well, it can be that plus like video. An auditory deep fake? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Correct, sir. Uh, great. Check that. I made a little checklist of things so I wouldn't forget. And that was number one. And then we segued right into it. And I was like, oh, sweet. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Pat, I got something else for you. Let's hear it. Are you familiar with the Pepsi Riots? Pepsi Cola, the drink? I feel like I am. I feel like I've heard that before. From February of 1992 in the Philippines. Are you familiar with this? Oh, then no. Pepsi Number Fever, also known as the 349 Incident, was a promotion held by PepsiCo in the Philippines in 1992, which led to riots and the deaths of at least five people. So in February of 1992, Pepsi Philippines announced that they would print numbers ranging from 001 to 999 inside the caps of Pepsi 7-Up Mountain Dew and Mirinda bottles, which I assume is just like a Philippines drink, you know? Like a Sprite. Yeah, Mirinda, M-I-R-I-N-D-A. Anyway, certain numbers could be redeemed for prizes, which range from 100 pesos, which is four U.S. dollars, 
to 1 million pesos for a grand prize, which is roughly $40,000 in 1992. This is the equivalent to approximately 23 years of earnings at 118 pesos per day, which was the minimum wage in the Philippines at the time. Pepsi allocated a total of uh, US $2 million for prizes. Marketing specialist Pedro Vergara based Pepsi number fever on similar moderately successful promotions that had been held previously in Vargara's geographic area of expertise, Latin America. Uh, Pepsi number fever was initially wildly successful and increased Pepsi's market share from 4% to 24.9% with the winning numbers were announced on television nightly. But by May, uh, 51,000 prizes had been redeemed, including 17 grand prizes. No, I should have said at the time that um, Coca-Cola had like a huge uh, monopoly in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Like everybody there drank Coke, nobody drank Pepsi. They were like, fuck Pepsi. I, I don't know why. Um, on May 25th, the nightly ABCS CBN Channel 2 news broadcast announced that the grand prize number for that day was 349. Grand prize winning bottle caps were tightly controlled by PepsiCo. Two bottles with caps with that day's winning numbers printed inside them, as well as security code for confirmation, had been produced and distributed. Okay, so they assumed two people were going to win. Yep. They, they did it so that two people would have those numbers. However, because of a computer error, 800,000 regular bottle caps had also been printed with the number 349. Eight. 100,000, okay? Uh, theoretically, these bottle caps were cumulatively worth $32 billion. <laughs> Thousands of Filipinos rushed to the Pepsi bottling plants to claim their prizes. Uh, the Pepsi company initially responded that they erroneously printed bottle caps, uh, did not have the confirmation security code, and therefore could not be redeemed. After emergency meeting uh, executives at 3 a.m., the company offered 500 pesos, which is 18 bucks, to holders of the mistakenly printed bottle caps as a gesture of goodwill. So they thought they were going to get uh, $40,000, and they were like, well, here's 18 Here's $18. And remember, $40,000 was worth 23 years' worth of working, mm-hmm. like 23 years' worth of salary for people in the Philippines. Like that's a huge number. Um, This would, uh, this offer would be accepted by 486,170 people at a cost to Pepsi of $8.9 million. Uh, Many irate 349 bottle cap holders refused to accept Pepsi's offer. They formed a, a consumer group, the 349 Alliance, which organized a boycott of Pepsi products and held rallies outside the offices of Pepsi and the Philippine government. Most protests were peaceful, but three employees were killed by a grenade thrown into a warehouse, and a mother and a child were killed in Manila on February 13, 1993, by a grenade thrown at the Pepsi truck. Uh, the Pepsi executives received death threats and as many as 37 company trucks were damaged by being pushed over, stoned, or bare or burned. That's it, buried. It says burned. I can't read. Uh, some accused PepsiCo of hiring mercenaries to stage these attacks in order to frame the protesters as terrorists. Then-Senator Gloria Macapalagala Arroyo, however, suggested that the attacks were being perpetrated by rival bottlers attempting to take advantage of Pepsi's vulnerability. About 22,000 people took legal action against PepsiCo and at least 689 civil suits and 5,200 criminal complaints for fraud and deception were filed. On June 24, 1996, a trial court awarded the plaintiffs in one of the lawsuits uh, 10,000 pesos, which is 380 bucks uh, each for moral damages. Quote, unquote, moral damages. Three dissatisfied plaintiffs appealed, and on July 3rd, 2001, this is years after the 1992 yeah. incident. Like, uh, That's a long time yeah. in the court. The uh, 
appellate court awarded these three plaintiffs 30,000 pesos each, which is about 570 bucks, as well as the attorney fees, um, which is the big one, I would think, right? You don't have to pay the lawyer fee that's probably racking up over the last nine years. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, Pepsi appealed against the decision. The suit would reach the Supreme Court, which in 2006 ruled that um, the Pepsi Philippines is not liable to pay the amounts printed on the crowns to their holders. They call the crowns the caps. Yeah. That's a little jargon for you. Nor is Pepsi Philippines liable for damages thereon, and that the issues surrounding the 349 incident have been laid to rest and must no longer be disturbed in this decision. How have I never heard about this? So a couple things. Yeah. One, <coughs> obviously you don't condone the violence. Right. Two, it's Pepsi's fault. 100%, yeah. Three, I know they wouldn't have saved as much money, but how much money could they have saved by just settling? Well, again, they would have had to shell out like $32 billion, which I guarantee you they didn't have. No, but, but, you, but you, you, you were telling me by the time it got to them, it was like 600 or 700 people. Yeah, there's 689. Settle with them. Yeah, give them all 1000 bucks, like whatever. Yeah. That's not a lot for Pepsi, and it's like a lot for a Philippines dude. Right. You know? Yeah. That, that's just a bad look on Pepsi. Well, no shit, dude. No kidding. Um, it went to the Supreme Court. Like, that's a big deal, isn't it? Can you imagine if that happened here? The riots? Well, first of all, it'd be publicized. That's the, the key difference. It'd be all over the media. Right. Um, I'm assuming that, you know, Philippines news isn't reaching uh, the U.S. No, but I mean... Can you imagine if the Supreme Court uh, heard arguments on that? In some little, like, Appalachian town where, like, minimum wage is still, like, nine bucks an hour, right. and they're like, oh, my God, I just got a million dollars. I mean, they wouldn't because it would have no, like, precedence or, like, wouldn't mean anything. What do you mean? But, well, it probably does. I'm not a lawyer. My point is, is that the Supreme Court chooses what they want to hear because it could change law. Correct. So, And you're saying the Supreme Court wouldn't care about this monetary dispute between it, Pepsi right, and the consumers? Again, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but I doubt it would set precedence. Yeah. Uh, well, who knows? I think anytime something happens for the first time, it sets a precedent. For sure. So any anytime they haven't had this issue before, they need to make a ruling on it to make a precedent. So say like well, if this happens again, we know, you know. Well, and I don't know how it works in the Philippines. I don't know if it just automatically get kicks to the Supreme Court, but like our Supreme Court can choose to he have hearings. Yeah. Like I don't think they'd choose that one. Well, it also I didn't guess. specify what Supreme Court. I assumed it was our Supreme Court because Pepsi's based out of here. Yeah, but it's Pepsi, Pepsi, yeah, Philippines. Right, but that, the Pepsi's a parent company. You know what I mean? And so, like, right, but it had nothing to do with American law. Right, but at the same the time, Pepsi, PepsiCo, I should say, PepsiCo, the, the American company, was probably telling Pepsi Philippines what to do. Right, but it was Philippines bringing the lawsuit. It wasn't Americans. Correct. I agree. That the Philippines were suing Pepsi, Philippine, Philippines, but I'm saying PepsiCo would have had to pay. Right. The money wouldn't have come from Pepsi Philippines. It would have also came from PepsiCo because they but got the, the money. But the crime or the issue did not happen in America. Right, but I think with a parent company, I think it goes all the way to the top. Oh, our Supreme Court. No. It happens here, yeah. Yeah, it's tricky. I don't I don't know. But I thought that was wild. Could you imagine being like, all right, guys, we're going to print two of these winning numbers. And they're like, oh, shit, we printed 800,000. Like, I could understand if it was like 20. Yeah, 800,000. Which guy got fired first, <gasps> I think? And the guy got murdered. It's the Philippines, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? It's true. 
Yeah. Took him out back and shot him. <laughs> yeah, dude. They pushed him into the machinery and we're like, oops, he had an accident. <laughs> Try our new Pepsi Red. <laughs> oh my God. The blood of our enemies. And only 20 bottles. Do you want to hear the Beach Boys song again? I do, actually. We'll listen to it later. <laughs> it's not bad. It's a good song. That's one guy. He did all the, the harmonies. It's not four people. It's just one guy. Wow. I know. Props to you, sir, who I don't know your name. Gummy Bears. You watch Gummy Bears, right? Oh, yeah. So, Michaela and I were in the car, and I played that cover. Um... And she was like, I've never heard of the Gummy Bears. And I was like, well, it, was, it came out in 85, to be fair. It was on from 85 to 91. You know, myself being an 80s baby, I watched it. People my age watched it. My sister watched it. I can understand. She's younger than me. That missed her radar. And so we came home. And I was like, I wonder if it's on. I didn't know if it was a Disney show or a Nickelodeon show. It's on Disney+. Plus. It is. Because when you're a kid, you don't know if like Nickelodeon, Disney, it's like just a TV show. Oh, you know what I mean? It's all the same thing to you. Yeah. So I was like, I wonder if it was Disney. I'm going to look on Disney Plus. I put it on. I left it on for like two hours. Oh my God. <laughs> we watched like two hours of gummy bears. I forgot that it was like medieval themed. Yes. I don't know how I missed that. Because look at how they're dressed. They're dressed like serfs and peasants and... With those weird hats that they wear that have, like, sideburns. Yes, and that gigantic book. Oh, with the gummy bear secrets. Gummy bears bouncing here and there and everywhere. It's a good song, though. Oh, yeah, it's catchy. They had Sunny Bear. Okay, and again, for the record, there's a, a boy bear, quote-unquote, named Sunny Bear, S-U-N-N-I, who is pink. Are you sure it's not S-O? Yeah, because I watch TV with the captions on because I'm deaf. Got it. And so, they, I mean, it spelled everything out, and it's S-U-N-N-I. Because uh, Tummy Bear is T-U-M-M-I, Grammy oh, Bear. Okay. They, a lot of them are spelled U-M-M-I, like Gummy Bear. Yeah. Um, it's a play on words. But uh, I, I always thought it was a girl. It's a boy boy bear. Yeah, the yellow one's a girl. Yeah, I, I got that. I thought the pink one was a, was, um, a lady bear. Granny Bear and Gruff, Gruffy Bear. Tommy Bear was the same guy who does Garfield. And it's like the same exact voice. Yep. It's, and he's like, oh, I wonder if there's any snacks in here. It's like the same character. It's just one's a bear and one's a cat. Like saying like Blue and Tailspin. Yeah. And then same voice. Yeah. Michaela looked it up and she's like, oh, that's Tigger. That's the guy that does Tigger from Winnie the Pooh. And I was like, I guarantee you these dudes do all the shows you know what I mean? Or or they had really good impersonators. Yeah. I had a um, a professor for one of my um, communications classes. And he voiced SpongeBob for Nickelodeon for like commercials and holiday specials um, because they didn't have to pay uh, the main guy's big rate. Tom Kenny. Who? Yeah. Tom Kenny. Is that his name? So he has like a, a, a rate, obviously, that if they want him right. to do a commercial, he's like, you got to pay me the $100,000 or whatever it is. As right. opposed to my teacher, who they're like, we'll give you a thousand bucks, like whatever. You know what I mean? Do you do the voice? Yeah. Was it spot on? I guess. I never really watched. I was too old when that came out where I could have watched it. But in my head, I was like, that's shits for babies. Like, I don't want to watch that. Babies. I, wa I watch Rocket Power. It's about sports. <laughs> They're surfing and skateboarding. Wiggity, wiggity, wiggity. And their last name's Rocket. Whoa! There was a Hawaiian on that show, man. Uncle Tio, they called him Tio. He's like, oh, brother. Hawaiian? Yeah. That's well, Jamaican. No, he was Hawaiian, and they were. his name was Tio yeah, or whatever. Brother. Yeah, and he's like, oh, brother, you got to get me a burger, brother. He was like, always oh, just like, and their dad was like a stoner. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, their dad was a stoner. What a show. What a time to be alive. Rocket what power. time. Wiggity, wiggity, wiggity. They the fat kid they called Squid. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why they called him Squid. It probably meant something. 
what else would they call him? I don't know. He he couldn't skateboard and he couldn't like he would like roller skate behind them and he'd always fall down. They were like squid, like fucking fat kid. <laughs> yeah, essentially, dude. Uh Rocket Power is a cool show. That was Nickelodeon, though, right? Yeah, same Man. people who did uh, Rugrats. Yeah, Rug- oh my god, that ah real monsters. Ah, real monsters were scary, but only because they collected like toenails and stuff that freaked me out as a kid. Yep. It was like so gross that somebody would have a jar of nail clippings. Yep. Like that was the only gross part to me. It was just like, Ugh. like just thinking about it makes one like, like scum. Ugh. Gross. It was a funny show. I liked it, but uh, that was so nasty. What other shows? Doug, Doug, Doug went from Nickelodeon to Disney, or from Disney to Nickelodeon. I can't remember. Nickelodeon Disney. Yeah, because then it went to ABC, right? Family or whatever it was. It was like put up one Saturday morning yeah. with Recess and Doug and some other shitty show probably. Yeah, um, I remember now. Michaela was like, all right, no more gummy bears. Like, I've had enough of this children's programming. Because they're like little 15-minute episodes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I put on Guts. We watched Guts for a while. And then we watched Legends of the Hidden Temple. Mm-hmm. I think I like Guts better than Legends of the Hidden Temple. Do you have a preference? I mean, now I'd rather neither. No, Guts is still pretty... Oh, some kid had a meltdown. It was it was kind of hilarious to watch in Guts. His name was, like, DJ. And he had to go through this, like, uh, obstacle course. And it was, like, these bungee wires that he had to, like... He got, like, stuck. Yeah. He, he got stuck bad. And the clock just keeps ticking and ticking. And uh, every time a contestant finishes, they keep the camera on the contestant, right? Yeah. And it shows them like getting down off the thing, getting unhooked or whatever, and high-fiving the other contestants. And it stays on them while the announcers talk. DJ is like, you can see him like borderline about to cry as he's finishing, right? And then the, the camera just cuts to like the other kids and not him. And you can see, like, in the background, people, like, going over to him to, like, I think, calm him down. Because, <laughs> like, it makes sense. I mean, like, you're 10 years old or 11 years old. And you're in, like, a you studio. yourself. Yeah, and you've been there all day because what a lot of people don't know, Guts and Legends of the Hidden Temple film six episodes at once. Well, that's what they do for any game show. Yeah. But, I mean, these are kids. Right. And, like, Legends of the Hidden Temple, I read, didn't get done filming until after 1 a.m. When the kids did the temple runs, there was no studio audience because people left and they added in the sound effects of people like cheering and shit. So like whenever they, they had to do like the moat crossing in Legends of the Hidden Temple, they would do all six at once, like one after the other. And then that way they don't have to reset the stage, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like a long day of filming. So these kids are probably tired and cranky and they've been eating shitty food all day, like pizza and just like junk. And then he had like a full blown meltdown and like I, it was fun to watch. Because, you know, he's like an adult now. It's funny. I was going to say, because we can laugh because these when we watched. Yeah. So they're hopefully functioning adults now. I heard he never recovered. <laughs> My God. Yeah, he, he's so hard. He, he stalks uh, Michael Malley. <laughs> he blames him. And Mo. Throwing it back Mo. to you. Mo. Guts. I thought you'd be more into that. I don't know. I thought you were a guts guy. I honestly, I never really watched those shows too much. I love them. I'd watch them here and there, but I like guts more because Legends of the Hidden Temple has like this history lesson in the middle of it, where Omak uh, is like, "I'm gonna tell you a story now, and you'll see if you remember." And then he goes on, and it's like cognitive thinking skills. Like, will you retain the information? I'll give you too much information. Can you spit some back that I need? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they have to answer these like trivia questions about history. Like as a kid, I was like, pass. Just hard. I just want to watch them run around and fall and get grabbed up by temple guards. Also, Cry. yeah. Um, the guy who does Om- Omac, was his name Omac? The big statue from Legend of the Hidden Temple. Yeah. The big like Aztec god is yeah. played by the same guy that does Klaus 
in American Dead. Really? Yeah. D. Interesting. D. Baker or something like that. Interesting. If they made that show now, would they have to get an Aztec person to do that voice? Oh, I'm not getting into this. That's a real question. I'm not getting into I'm this. not baiting you. I'm not trolling you. Michaela and I thought about this, and we we're like, well, they obviously they can't have someone pretending to be Aztec now, right? Because people would get offended by that. I to answer the question. On the grounds that you might incriminate yourself? Tom. What? There's no Aztecs. Are you sure about that? There are no current Aztecs. <laughs> there are people who are descended from the Aztecs. So would you have to get one of the descendants to, to voice Omac? I, I, I wouldn't be worried about that. I'd be worried about white dudes dressed up as... Temple guards? You know, Aztecs. Yeah. That's the temple guards? Uh, yeah. So, you know how there's always, like, the safety team that's, like, helping the kids out if they fall or whatever? Yeah. Do you? You probably don't because you haven't watched these shows recently. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, in Guts, there's, like, the safety guys that stand around to help them. And in Legends... I always thought that was lame. Yeah. In Legends, there's the same exact thing, but they're dressed like explorers with, like, the shorts and the weird shirts and stuff. Uh, but they would dress up as the temple cards. That was just them. Look at that. And I read that, uh, so like. Lack of trust. Yeah. By the time, it's a bunch of white dudes with mullets. Here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you uh, get over this moat. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> Come here, let me grab you. <laughs> it scared the shit out of me because they, they would grab them and pull them in and then you never saw them again. Also, I'd probably punch the guy in the face. Dude, if you popped out, yeah, dude. Oh, my God. You're tired and exhausted. Some dude pops out at you with a mullet. Oh. Yeah, no shirt I'm on. I'm so surprised no one ever popped him in the face. They probably did, and you, they just didn't show it. But how would you not? They would just you edit. You always saw them come out and grab the kid. Maybe they'd That's do it again. Popped. Yeah, it's television. It's all fake. They'd probably just do it again. They're like, oh, kid, go back right. to like this door and then this go through time. Again. Yeah, don't punch him. <laughs> don't go through that door or he'll punch him again. I read, I was so jealous when I read this, that um, when they were filming Legends of the Hidden Temple, when they got done, it was like after one o'clock and the production team, uh, like the camera crew and like the safety people, they would all take turns running through the course uh, and they'd do it like while drinking and they'd like time each other. Like how awesome would that be? That'd be fun. How sick would that be, dude? If they were like, all right, let's get some beers and like run through the Legends of the Hidden Temple course. Like, sign me up, dude. I'd do that in a heartbeat. Go do it. I can't. It doesn't exist anymore. I know. Do you have a time machine? I do. Can I use it? Nope. Fuck you, man. God damn. God dang hot dog. Check that off. Check that off. Oh, oh I watched a movie. What movie? Nobody. Oh, I saw part of that. Uh, it's got Bob Odenkirk, who most yep. people would know by Saul on Better mm -hmm. Call Saul, as well as um, Breaking Bad. Mm -hmm. And he's like a retired... I don't want to spoil it. It's a poor man's John Wick. Yeah. It's also got like some like undercut like comedy tones in it. It does. And some of the, yeah. the violence... Some of the action is very violent. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely like a poor man's John Wick, like blatantly. Yeah, sure. Like somebody finds out, like the, the, it's again, like a Russian mobster. It's not even any different than John Wick. It's like right. Bob Odenkirk fucks up some Russian mobster's son. And so the mobster's like, we got to go get him now. And then so somebody looks him up from the mob guy's side and they're like, oh shit. Uh, and they throw the papers at him saying, like, you know, Bob Odenkirk's history. And she's like, I quit. You don't have to pay me. And she packs her things and leaves because she's so scared of this guy. And it's like, this is just like John Wick. It was good, though. It's on HBO. It's free. It's worth a watch if you, you know. Yeah, like I said, I watched part of it. Yeah, what part? The I end? remember the first part. Yeah. <laughs> you skipped right to the end? <laughs> right to the end. I watched the last I 10 like minutes. I to watch my movies backwards. Smart. Yep. It keeps the mystery alive. That's right. Yeah. 
that way, uh, Breaking Bad is a happy story about a guy who is diagnosed with cancer and slowly yeah. recovers and becomes a high school teacher. What a dream. <laughs> becomes a nobody teacher. Yeah. His wife doesn't love him. Kids don't respect him. That was also an American Dad reference. Oh, the, uh, the oh, the there's a name for it with Vince Gilligan. Yep. He calls them um, insanos or whatever. Yeah. It's, uh, Fran's like, we gotta do it backwards. Drives into the car wash. Yeah. Oh, what do they call them? I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Yeah. I think it's like, insane, not insanos, but it's got an O in the end. You know what I mean? Well, uh, well, you look it up. Are you still looking? Yeah, I'm, I'm on IMDb. I'll find I don't know, I can't find Reversos. Reversos. R-E-V-E-R-S-O. I knew it ended in an O. Look at you. I know how to look things up. I told you I like to investigate. I'm an investigative journalist. I find the truth. The truth finds me. <laughs> oh. Um, so I texted you about this. Indiano about this. My wife hadn't my wife didn't know who Al Pacino was, in a sense. Mm-hmm. She's like, I've never seen a single Al Pacino movie. And off the top of my head, I wrote them down, the ones I thought of. And I want you to, to say if you've seen it or not seen it. Okay. The Godfather. Yes. Heat. No. Donnie Brasco. No. Scent of a Woman. No. Scarface. Yes. Devil's Advocate. No. Serpico. No. Dick Tracy. Yes, but no. Dog Day Afternoon. No. The Recruit. No. You've seen The Recruit from 2003 with Colin Farrell? I've never seen that. We've talked about it. I think you have. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. No, you're thinking about Shadow Recruit? That's a different movie, yes. With um, I know. Yeah. The it's, um, <clears throat> Jack Ryan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Always be closing, buddy. Coffee's for closers only. Nope. Not seen that? Okay. Carlito's Way? Nope. Any Given Sunday? Yes. Uh, the Insider with nope. Russell Crowe. Awesome movie about whistleblowing. No? Ocean's 13. I honestly can't say that I have. How many of those movies have you heard of, though? Oh, I've heard of all of them, and I know who Al Pacino is. Yeah. So for the listeners, um, I was watching Any Given Sunday, on Sunday, on my phone, um, and Michaela was in the room, and Al Pacino was talking to Cameron Diaz in the clip that I was watching of the part, and I said, oh, do you recognize any of these voices? And she spends about 30 seconds listening, and she's like, I know her. And I was like, yeah, it's Cameron Diaz. Do you know him? And it's Al Pacino. Like, it's a recognizable voice to me. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And she's like, no, I honestly have no idea. Which blew my mind. Just by hearing it, she didn't know. And I was like, it's Al Pacino. And she's like, oh, I don't really know who that is. Like, I don't, I've never seen, I don't think I've seen any of his movies. And so I listed all those off the top of my head. And she was like, I've never seen any of those. And it blew my mind. And I'm going to give you some homework, Patrick. I want you to watch Heat, uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, and Donnie Brasco. Where would I find those? Just look on all your streaming services. Write them down right now. Heat, Donnie Brasco, 
Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Got it. Um, you did. <laughs> I think you're lying. Tricky, tricky. Um, there is a watch heat. Heat so is so fucking good. It's a heist movie, oh dude. God, it's a heist movie, and um, they do like a tactical retreat in that movie, and they did such a good job that I think it was the LAPD uh, uses that scene as a training film. To teach their uh, recruits or whatever you want to call it, their police officers, about how to do a tactical retreat. Like, the scene was so good that the LAPD was like, and they still do it, that they're like, yeah, that's, we're going to show that as a training film. It's like The Office when they're watching Varsity Blues. Yeah. (laughs) Except they don't watch it in 15-minute increments. But for real, Heat, Donnie Brasco, that's got Johnny Depp in it. About an undercover cop. Uh, and Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross is good. Coffee's for closers only. Stupid title. It is. Yep, you're right. Mm-hmm. Out of all the Al Pacino movies you have seen, what's your favorite? Because maybe you've seen some that I didn't mention. Well, he was in The Irishman. Oh, that's true. I forgot about, I forgot about that. He was pretty good in that one, actually. Can I be honest with you? It wasn't my favorite movie. Correct. But he was pretty good in it. I was very excited for that movie to come out. Yeah. And I watched all seven hours of it or whatever, because it's, it's yeah. a long movie. Yeah. Um, I was glad I watched it. I never want to watch it again. No, I, I same here. Yeah. But like I said, he he did a really good job in it. Yeah. Um, honestly, Any Given Sunday is a really good movie. It is a good movie. It's a, it's a really good movie. Yeah. I like in the end when he and just like fucks them at the press conference. Yep. And they're like saying goodbye to him and thanking him for like all his service. And he's like, well, actually, I'll see you next year because I'm, I'm moving teams and I stole the star quarterback. So uh, I'll right. see you. I'll see you next season. Right. They all go bananas. Um, and the only other one I saw was Scarface. Of course, you've seen Scarface. <laughs> what that means. Because you love drugs, guns, and money. That's right. And you love 1983 Miami. That's right. And Benito Ami Ami. Oh my God, I can't believe you haven't watched Heat. I haven't. You're going to like it. I guarantee it. What if I don't? I would be shocked. It is such a good heist movie. And I'm kind of like back on my heist game, if I'm being honest with you. Let me look up really quick if it's streaming anywhere. It's not. I looked. I mean, just go and I looked for you when I told you to watch it. Just go on Amazon and rent it for three ninety nine, or better yet, buy it for like seven ninety nine. Who has money? What? Who has that kind of money? Three hundred and ninety nine pesos. That's one dollar. <laughs> I didn't win the Pepsi challenge. Pepsi, what was it? Three forty nine. Three four nine. Three four nine. Yeah. Yeah, I want to break into a museum. Do it. I think I want to break in and just like walk around and then sneak out. I don't want to steal anything. I just want to see if I can get in. You don't steal anything. You're just breaking and entering. (laughs) Like I could probably. You could break into prison. I could break in. That way, even if you get caught, (laughs) I just, I'm already there. You're already there. Um, not many people break into prison. A lot of people try to break out. They'll never see it coming. That's what I'm saying. But then I have to break out though. Cause I break in and I got to break out. It's a double break out the way you came in. You, That's you technically breaking under out the prison. Yeah. Into a cell. Yeah. Cover it up hello. with a nice little poster. Yeah. And then what? And then stand there for a minute. Take a, take a piss in the toilet and then be like, all right, see you. Just piss on the guy who's sleeping there. Yep. He'll be fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. They're reasonable guys. Imagine if I tunnel into like the warden's office. He's <laughs> like, what the fuck? You would. Hold door. <laughs> Sorry. Wrong place. Now you tunnel into like death row or something. Yeah. Right into the chair. <laughs> <That'd> be, <laughs> what state am I in? <laughs> How far did I tunnel? 
This is Louisiana. <laughs> That's I still that would be unfortunate. Chair is being used. I tunnel into like the Green Mile. <laughs> John Coffey's. John Coffey's. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I'll take the pain away, boss. <laughs> Dude, if a guy ever breathed out bees. <laughs> I know, right? I'd be scared. I don't shitless. care what he could look like. But let alone like a seven foot tall giant black man. It's just somehow oh scary. God. Yeah. That's a good movie too. That was a good book. That was actually the book I read. What's better, the book or the movie? I think the book's better personally. Because it comes out in like little... Sh- I'm sure they have it in a full it's, um now. If I'm not it mistaken, out- it's a um, Stephen King story, right? That's what I just said. Oh, your audio keeps cutting out because your internet oh, sucks. And I was trying to yep. not call attention to it. It's Stephen King. Well. <laughs> He's nodding yes, everyone. <laughs> He's nodding yes. I like to read it because I read it in sixth grade. Oh, cool. swears in it. <laughs> yep. What swears do you remember? And my mom didn't care. Why? Because she's like, oh, you're reading? <laughs> Did you read it I out had- loud? No. You should have just like yelled the bad words and be like, relax, mom, I'm reading. <laughs> Ma, the meatloaf. Fuck. Uh, it's a good, good movie. I've never read the book. Bought it for my grandfather, book on tape. He was into like books on tape for a while. Yeah, I, I recommend it. Yeah. It's a good book. Cool. Oh, check it out. Um... So I've done this before, Patrick, eh, last summer, and everybody made fun of me. But I like to pretend that I'm gonna turn a room into my in my house into like a 1960s Polynesian tiki bar, like full on okay. 1960s vibes. Okay. Right. And like I go on Amazon. Fellas. What? Like Goodfellas. Do they go to a tiki bar? And- that Polynesian bar. Oh yeah, at yeah, burned down? exactly. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like Kowloon's. Do you remember like the inside of Kowloon's? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um. So I go on Amazon and I have like a, a list, like a a tiki list, and I go through and I find tiki glasses and you know like put them in the list. And I find like retro, like Hawaiian napkins and I put them in the list. And I find all these things. And I put them in the list. So I got everything I need. I just need a good name. I need you to help me out here, buddy. Okay. I have some choices. Can okay? I give you one? Yeah. Tom's Suckhole. <laughs> That's the club in the basement. That's I can't have two two entities of the same name. That doesn't work. Got it. That's the bathroom. <laughs> Team Ramrod. <laughs> Team Ramrod. Uh, that's next to the glory hole. I can't I can't use that either. I have okay. Tiki Tom's Tonga Room. Awful. Tiki Tom's? Not that's not good. No. Okay. Tommy Tropics Tiki Bar. Even worse. Tommy Tropics? Come on, dude. Do you know how many Hawaiian shirts I own? Like seven. How about this? Because my name is Call, you know what I mean? I'm gonna work in last call, like when you're at the bar. And like what mm-hmm. happens at last call? You look around for Drink. somebody to bang, right? Last call, you sure, don't. yeah. <laughs> and they call last call, and the lights come up, dude. If if you, you haven't made your move yet, right? But you know that happens call. though, right? At last call, people start getting desperate. Yeah. So I have last calls. Come on, I want to lay ya tiki bar. Because like, come on, I want to lay ya sounds like a Hawaiian island, but it's also like I'm trying to nut. I thought I thought they couldn't get worse. <laughs> last calls, come on, I want to lay a tiki bar. That's awesome. That's gold, brother. Captain Call's Tiki Lounge. Tropical Tom's Tiki Tavern. Captain Call's Shipwreck Sands. Why don't you give me some, Pat? I'm spitting out gold here. Patrick? I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Did you hear what I said? (laughs) No. Say it again. Which one? Uh... The last one I heard was, come, I want to lay you. <laughs> yeah, last calls, come on, I want to lay you tiki bar. And then I have Captain Calls Tiki Lounge. That's better. 
Tropical Tom's Tiki Tavern? Because then it's all T's. No, T-T-T-T. Tropical Tom's Tiki Tavern. Captain Calls Shipwreck Sands. Because then you have C-C-S-S. That's a good one. That's all I got so far. I like those last two. That's it. You don't like glass calls? Come on, I want to lay a tiki bar. It's too long. Right. Well, I mean, my idea for the logo would be like last calls in like a script. You know what I mean? Like kind of a fancy script. And like an angle. And then you would have, come on, I want to lay you in like those tiki letters that look like bamboo kind of, you know? <laughs> and I'll print that up and put on some napkins and then it'll be like a little home bar. You know what I mean? Hey, man, you do what makes you happy. I'm asking for your input, friendo. And I and I gave you my input. You gave me, like, Tom's Suckhole Lounge or, like, <laughs> the Snake Hole Pit. Like, I don't know. You gave me bad ones. Club Gonorrhea. Tom's White Swallow. Yeah. Uh, give me, Tom's like, a... Tom's Bathhouse. <laughs> What's wrong with Tom's Bathhouse? Nothing. Yeah. Uh, give me like a real good tiki bar name, pet. Like, don't give me this bullshit. <laughs> I'm gonna think on that. Uh, to all our all friends at all home, sexual stuff. Yeah, yeah, I know why you think that too. Because you're a deviant. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah. Life. Oh wait, that's the wrong button. I wanted a uh... Tom's Easy Glide. <laughs> No, Patrick. Uh, for those of you brainiacs at home with your big brains, come up with a good tiki bar name for me. It could, I could you could put Tom, Tommy. You can incorporate my last name, whatever TC. you want. TC, sure. Uh, Tommy James. My middle name is James. <laughs> you can incorporate that. Uh, a good tiki bar. I'm thinking like 1960s Polynesian style. You know, something classy. Not Tom Suckle. Good fellas called. I don't know, but I'd steal that. Anyway, if Looking you up. have a suggestion at home, while Pat looks that up, please hook me up with your suggestion for my Tiki Bar name. You can email us at happyhourguys at gmail.com. H-A-P-P-Y-H-O-U-R-G-U-Y-Z at gmail.com. I'm open to any suggestions. I like last calls. Come on, I want to lay you. I do not. And then I could put like Hawaiian Islands in there in the logo. <coughs> you know what I mean? Can I not find? What is it called? I don't know. I didn't know it had a name. I thought they just were there. <coughs> the Bamboo Lounge. Bamboo Lounge is good. I kind of wanted to incorporate my name just because, you know, it's my bar. If you were to if you were to open a bar, what, what kind of style would you want? Dive uh, bar, bistro, western saloon. A saloon? What would you call it? Dusty Pat buttholes. Suckle. <laughs> Pat's dusty suckle. Armadillo Springs. <laughs> well, this is. <laughs> You seem to be really on a theme tonight, Pat. Suck hole. <laughs> Is there something you want to talk about? Nope. <laughs> Are you sure? Am I? Um, do I have any quotes of you that I can queue up right now? Probably. It's great. It's great. It's great. It's great. I don't know where that is. It's been a minute, man. I don't know. Nope. Yeah, no shit. Get off my plane. No, oh, here it is. Like, it's great. It's great. It's great. Don't get me wrong. Anyway, that's, uh, yeah. That's so what if, I think of my suggestions. Yeah. If you have a great idea for my Tiki Bar name, please let us know at happyhourguys at gmail.com. Bunghole Toms? Oh, Tom's bunghole. <laughs> Tom's bunghole bar. A bunghole I is like that. A bunghole is the hole in the cask that they. That's right. Yeah, it's like an actual. It's, yeah. it's liquor related. But it's <laughs> liquor. I hardly know her. Call it a liquor hole. 
Yeah. Um. Yeah, Tom's. Tom's. You want to grab a drink in my bunghole? <laughs> I got my bunghole upstairs. You want? Oh, to and, and if you want to go beach themed. Yeah, that's the whole you do Tom's crabby bunghole. Tom's sandy bunghole. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> Tom's sandy bunghole. <laughs> yeah, I don't like sea that. breezes. Oh, sea breezes are so good. They need a better name. Sounds like a woman's gym. It does. It absolutely does. That's why they need a better name so that I can order them and not feel like uh, a real Nancy boy. Hey, I'm over that at this point. Yeah. Tastes good, gets you drunk. Who cares? Well, you care. Why do I care? Because <laughs> you don't drink anymore. That's right. So you, don't, so you do care. But I know that if it tastes good, gets you drunk. <laughs> Okay, my book. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, although I remember back when the Bugaboo Creek was open. The Bugaboo. I, I got a, um, I was on a date, and I got a pineapple-type drink. And it was supposed to come in like a, like a fancy, like, kind of effeminate glass. Like an apple teeny or something, you know? And I asked the yeah. waiter, I was like, can you just bring it in like a regular glass? Like, I don't want this glass. I want like a normal glass. And they were like, yeah, I don't, I don't care. I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> I work at Bugaboo Creek. I don't give a shit. <laughs> and they brought it to me in like a normal like mug, like a, like a glass mug. And I felt better about it. You know what I mean? Hey. I felt better. You'd probably get it the regular way that around now. I'll just say, give it to me. Give it to me, baby. What gets it to me faster? I just don't like drinking out of like martini glasses because I find they, they're easy to spill. You know what I mean? Oh, see, I just drink them <gasps> way too fast. Well, that's probably... We could probably expand on that, Pat. <laughs> we could. We could probably expand on that if we wanted to. We'd need a three-hour show. Oh, look at that. We're out of time. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at that. We're at 62 minutes. Unreal. Unreal. Do you have anything else you want to add, Patrick? I'm very upset that we didn't talk about um, Peacemaker. Correct. Do you want to wait till and, it's over and then we can talk about it? Sure. Because, I mean, how many more episodes are there going to be? There's already and I started watching Stone. Was the, Righteous what? Gemstones. Yes! What did you think? We can wait. Okay, great. How many episodes of Righteous Gemstones are you in? Just out of curiosity. I think four, three or four. Um, I think great. That's good. So you've watched more than one. Oh yeah. We won't get into the show now, but I do have a little story that I want to tell. Um, I love that show when it came out. Season two just came out and I watched it. And so I, I got my wife into it and I got her to watch season one again with me. And in the first episode, there's a penis. Mm-hmm. And then we laughed about it and she was like, oh yeah, no wonder you love this show. And you know, whatever. And then we binged to episode two. There's another penis. And of course, we've already made a joke about the first one. So we continue the right. joke. And then episode three, there is another penis. And now we're like, oh, it's a lot of penises for like a show. Right. And in every episode of the first season, there's a penis in the episode. Mul- multiple peni. <laughs> Full frontal male nudity. Yep. So tread lightly if that's not your bag. That's right. And I don't. I didn't remember of, it to be honest. A lot of pubic hair. And just danguses. Yep. Danguses. I don't. I didn't remember that many of them. And then we were rewatching it, and I was like, "Oh, uh, yep, there's another one." Subliminal. That's why you loved it. Yep. It's a funny show, though. But we'll get into it next episode. We'll review Peacemaker and also Righteous Gemstones. Fantastic. Anything else else you want to say to the people? Nope, because my internet cut out. Yep. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. We hope that you stay positive and test negative. And tune in for the next one because the next one is the best one. Bonsoir, Elliot. Bye. Bye. Oh, me and the
Aida kaliki taualoha, ikale ulanuki rokamehameha. Meolei aloha kalibana o mahope hokiau oku aloha. Aloha kai mina aloha pala, aloha e ikenda o kai diuna. Oh, yeah, we can't hold on to the end of the world. 